welcome back. Hello and welcome back. Hello and welcome back. Hello and welcome back. Anyways, let's just get started with this episode. I'm very excited about this one. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's the most thought out one I've had. But let's just start. So where do I even begin? The internet is such a strange place. Like, things can be private, but you also can't do anything without everyone knowing. There's some very reliable sources, but then you can't trust everything you see on the internet. I'm not even ready to start with social media. Let's just start where all this shit began. So the internet, or the network of networks, came to be on January the 1st, 1983. If you think about it, that was actually a long time ago. It was like for almost 40 years ago. It all. But anyway, that's all we really need to know. I have done the bare minimum when it comes to research, so this is no way, or shape, or form, a factual account of anything. I don't even know where to begin, there's just so much stuff you can do on the internet. We've got games, I was always a fan of Gilgo games, it was great. Stardoll was fun, Mon- what's it called? Millsberry, Pop Tropica, those were fun. We've got the search engines, Google, Bing, Yahoo. We've got YouTube, music, shopping, of course, this wonderful podcast, and (gasps) the dark web. How do I get on it? How do I access it? Do I need to know somebody? Is there a special code, password? What do I do? How do I become part of this club? I just want to be part of the dark web. It's just so broad. The internet is everything and in the lowest key it is slice 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 ruin on our lives but some people are not ready for that conversation but to start online shopping is a genius scam and i hate myself for falling for it every single time and i hate myself for loving it so much i could order so much online and i wouldn't even acknowledge how much i spent until plum updates me on how much is in my account plum you have saved my life from bankruptcy and you have helped me save i don't think i will ever empty my wish list on any shopping app from amazon to plt i wish i had more discipline but asos it just draws me in it's a problem that i need to deal with i need to solve it before i actually have some responsibilities but online shopping is just a third of my time on the interweb sometimes i like to go back to my childhood play some games i like ancon arcade go games i liked all the dressing up stuff i liked escape games like that <gasps> riddle school if you ever played riddle school then you know what i'm talking about riddle school was so much fun i especially liked riddle school 5 when it was like you were on a ufo or something that was fun i also liked pop tropical because you got to create your own character and the amount of star dog counts i have is just ridiculous i never ever really got into a monster not monster that movie star planet thing but i did love mushy monsters but it made me upset that you had to pay for some puffles so i just didn't play it that much and what else i loved millsbury but that got shut down club penguin 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 club penguin loved that too but that got shut down so it's like what do i even go back to i don't have anything else left but games just aren't the only things i do on the interconnected webs of course we all love social media and this about time I might as well just make it feature in this podcast. It's so amazing but such a bitch at the same time. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have anything against social media. Personally, I love it for stalking, on the download, getting outfit inspo, music suggestions, and of course, communications. I'm not much of a poster myself, but I know some people are. I mean, it's a great place to promote businesses, source career opportunities, and sell yourself as a public figure. Like I know some people that have got some modeling contracts through Instagram and that. But some people really and truly believe that the comment section is their personal diary and they've got free reign to say absolutely anything. And it's not even everyone. It's those few select people, those negative Nancys that nitpick at everything. They have a talent for pinpointing insecurities and saying the most unnecessary things. Like, Karen, I'm sorry you don't like the way she's holding the baby, but hon, that's her daughter. She can do what she wants. Now, I was going to be really cool and find loads of different comments and say all of them and just what I think about them. But the thing is, I'm also really lazy and I couldn't find the ones that I would normally see on a day-to-day basis. It's like they all just disappeared or people finally just reported them all. But just off the top of my head, why is that fat bitch with them, my girls? Like, honestly... Did you really have to say anything? Was it necessary? Has it enriched your life? What have you done? Is that all you done with your day? Has it made you feel better? Did it make you feel like you've completed something? Well, you haven't. All you did was ruin someone else's day. It was just unnecessary and really everyone could have done without it. I mean, I can't lie. Some of these comments, they can be funny and they, they can be true and sometimes it is necessary for say it but more time people are just saying whatever whenever thinking they're funny but really i don't even know what to say about them they're just bored boredom is the only thing i can think of for them lot like the trolls not like people that just comment on like one picture like every five years but them ones that are trolling comment 50 times a day on the same video, on the same picture, under the same tweet. Them ones that just don't stop. Those ones that are consistent, that's bullying. And they don't understand that because they're behind the screen. So it's like, if I'm behind the screen, you don't know me, I don't know you. I can say whatever I want and... I will have zero repercussions but it's not even like that because you don't even know the effect that you have on people when you go out to type out whatever you want to say and you press send or post or whatever and you send it out onto the internet you don't know the effect that it's having on the person you sent it to whose page you've posted it on whose video you've commented under you don't know what you're doing and I understand sometimes it can be like constructive criticism But other times, it's just unnecessary hate. Like, I promise you, if everyone just went about their day and were just involved with themselves and didn't nosy themselves in other people's business, the vibes would be astronomical. The good vibes would be astronomical. Like, everyone would just be vibing. There'd be no hate, no insecurities, no comparison. It would just be so good. Imagine that. A life without negativity. Amazing. Just think about it. Loving it. The biggest example that I can think of was quarantine week whenever, I don't know. But 
UK Twitter, you'll know. And all you UK lot on Instagram will know like a day later. But when UK influencers, black UK influencers specific, specifically, their old tweets were getting exposed. And one person that they really focused on or who got, who, I don't know, who experienced the most negative experience out of it all was Nella Rose. And it was just crazy to see how much hate she got for it when her male counterparts who did the same or said the same or worse comments didn't face the same repercussions that she did. And with her, you could tell that it was coming from a place of self-hate and insecurities. But with them, her male counterparts, it was like, it was just a joke. They said it for fun, they thought it was funny. And it's crazy to see the difference. And like, we already know the difference. Well, not the difference, but you can tell the prejudice, the discrimination, just the double standards between men and women. Yeah, we already know that. But to see it and to know about it is so different and it's wild, it's crazy. It amazes me and I'm happy that I'm aware of it so that I don't fall into the same trap. But what about the people that aren't aware of it? Like, they know about it, but they don't see it as a problem. They don't understand that it needs to change. Hopefully, one day, we all be all will be treated the same. But not everyone's up for it. Not everyone's having it. And it's wild. On top of that, TikTok and negative Nancy's. Oh, my gosh. The way they go together is crazy. And it's not even just negative Nancy's. It's also know-it-all. I don't know. Oh, what's her name? Know it all. Kate's? Know it all. Kyle's? It's the know it all Kyle's. Kyle's. That also think. They know everything. Like, you would see, like, it's a nice little dog video. You go to the comments. Oh, my. Like, oh, why are you so dog doing that? You can't do that with a dog. Why are you feeding your dog that? You're not supposed to do that. I think you should take it to a vet. Like, bitch, what do you know? What do you actually know? Are you here with me? No. Do you know my dog? No. So why are you saying this? You've seen, what, 15 seconds? And you're judging me on that. Relax. and Just relax. Like, it's crazy. And also, why are people... There was this TikTok trend that I saw... And it was someone's mum reacting to like 15 year old TikTok famous girls and rating them out of 10. And it was really just disgusting. She was giving them four out of 10s, two out of 10s. Really and truly, these girls are under 18 and you're rating them out of 10. A big four year old woman rating little girls out of 10. What? I don't understand why. They're just having fun on the app and you're here just to bring negativity. Please go away. Just get off. Go. We don't need you here. It was meant to be fun. But I can't lie. Other than that, I'm loving TikTok. It's great. I mean, she's not Vine, but, you know, she's trying and she's doing a good job at it as well. The content on there, quality. I mean, it's not always quality, but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? This is all we have for now. Unless the vine makes a comeback, but I don't see that happening. But at least it isn't musically, because that I couldn't stand. TikTok over musically, but vine over TikTok.
And you know what? I'm not even mad to say. I'm not even embarrassed to say I've made a couple of TikToks myself. And they're not too bad if I do say so myself. But I don't think I'll be making any more because the effort that goes into learning the dances is exhausted. It's exhausted. It's exhausting. I feel like I'm doing a full body hit workout. And it's just stress. I remember I was learning the savage dance with my sister. She's just, it took us an hour, an hour to learn a 15 second dance. I'm sorry, but I can't, I just can't commit that time. I know I have all the time in the world right now, but I just can't commit that time to learning a dance. I'm not a dancer. I'm trying to be a podcaster. Anyways, I feel like I really need to applaud influencers especially like lifestyle influencers the ones that cook the ones that vlog the ones that just give advice because they're really doing the damn thing why haven't this why why hasn't this been thought of sooner people giving other people advice but globally on a wider scale it's always but i mean it probably has been but it's always been so polished and so perfect but with stuff like YouTube, it's not like that always because most of it is all homemade. Essentially, it is because everyone's doing it themselves. So it just feels better coming from them. And I've recently heard of this YouTube channel called Dad How Do I, I think. And it's basically this man who does everything his dad should have told him, well, should have told him what he thinks he should have told him but his dad left him when he was 12 i think so he put videos up on youtube just to show people how to do stuff so that they're not lost in life and i feel like that's something we can really thank the internet for and that's one of the good points of it that stand out in a crowd of bad but then also the people who do makeup the makeup gurus the ones that aren't problematic they're doing the damn thing i mean i wish i could do makeup like them but i can watch and aspire and just dream and feel like i can do it and believe that when i do do my makeup that's what i look like because that's all i have really and also the fashion vloggers love them to really helped out my wardrobe who else gamers they're fun to watch too i like to watch people play the sims i like to see what they get up to with their sims so then maybe i can have a bit of fun with my sims i wish in the sims you could like meet up with people from different worlds that would just take the sims to the next level if you could meet up with your other friends sims play in their worlds mate with their sims it'd be great (gasps) i should tell who created the sims ea i'm gonna tell them origin no I'll just tell the Sims people. I'll let them know. Yeah. It would be amazing. I feel like that would be the ultimate Sims game. If Sims 5 doesn't have that, then it's cancelled. <gasps> Cancel culture. I hate it. <laughs> I actually hate it. I understand, like, cancelling a fully well, full-grown person, well-developed. They know what they're doing. They have a publicist and everything. They know what they should say, what they shouldn't say, all that. And they're still getting it wrong. If they're cancelled, cool, cool, cool. But I hate, I hate when people like cancel 14 and 15 year olds who are still growing and still learning. Anything they're saying has come from under the influence of their environment. Like they haven't had time to think for themselves yet. And it's just crazy to think that people will cancel 
a 14 year old because of something she said when she was 12 or because of something she said yesterday because she didn't know she was being ignorant but I'm sorry she's 14 what is she actually going to know she hasn't grown yet maybe her parents haven't taught her maybe she hasn't learned that yet she's still growing and there's no need for you to hate on her or sell her to go kill herself or to do all that because that's just extreme I don't understand why people on the internet tell other people to go kill themselves what is that going to solve who are you helping no one you're just causing problems for yourself and everyone else just don't do it I think for the internet to truly be the happiest place like Disneyland we just need to delete we just need to delete all the negative nancy's the know-it-all karens why didn't i say karens before who the hell is kyle i don't care about kyle the know-it-all karens they just need to go so goodbye negative nancy goodbye know-it-all carol carol karen sorry forgot your name hon but it would just be better if you would just fuck off because you're not really needed there is no space for you you know what else i love on youtube reaction channels think my favorite is definitely got to be zachary campbell he's the best for anything music well not anything but you know popular music and stuff like that i like watching him because he's funny and he's the realest i lied he's not the realest but he's real okay so i don't really have favorite influencers per se but i do have favorite youtubers and I'm just going to go through my subscribers list of who I love, who are my favourites, and who you all need to watch. We've got Sophia and Chinsia. We've got Lydia Bailey-Sulu. Adeline. I think you should, with Adeline, you should follow her main channel, Adeline Morin, and her vlog channel, Adeline's Camera Roll. I like my family, Jordan Lipscomb, Marina Hukalani, The Mesha Twins, Rachel Amar, Teresa Trends, Mr. Kate. Leah Halton, Carmen King, Three Birds Renovations, Paige Sikowski, Patricia Bright, Zach Campbell, Your Friend Andre, Sarah Jo Holder, Shani Grimmond, Victoria Loops, Joanna Sedia is so funny, Nella Rose, Yours Truly Vows, um, who else? I like Nazanin Kavari, Amber Shaw, Michael Finch, I like Kitten Lady because I like cats and she like, she takes care of cats. So yeah, I like her. I like Neva Rose for the fashion. I love. Who else do I like? I have someone here that I've subscribed to, but they have some good old content like Takia B. And Threads Obsessed is so good for thrifting and stuff, if you're into that. Mm, I liked Nina on Rated Vlogs because she just gave me an insight into the stripper life. And that was really interesting to see, like, the back, not the back, the behind the scenes of stripper life. So, yeah, she was really interesting. I like Lucetti, Colleen, Colleen, Colleen Diaz, I think that's how you say her name. Audrey Victoria and Jackie Aina who doesn't love Jackie Aina and yeah those are some of my faves and who are some of yours 
but it's all whatever no matter how much shit i talk about the internet i'm always gonna use it i feel like it's never gonna go out of style well not out of style but like it's always gonna be something we're always gonna use it's never gonna develop more maybe they'll find more ways to get rid of negativity and haters but yeah i love the internet it's it's helping me broadcast myself to you guys and it just makes me really want to applaud influencers and youtubers and internet people anyone on the internet really just anyone really that posts themselves on the internet because to me it's scary even just doing this i didn't want to show my face at all i just wanted to use my voice i didn't want to say my name or anything that's all I didn't even want to give any information about myself. I was just so scared. I just want to use my voice because I feel like that's the easiest thing to give and the easiest to take away. So, yeah, I really have to applaud everyone that posts themselves on the internet because that is scary to me. A lot of people would be scared here. But anyways, that's it from me. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please follow me at iNeedToiletPaper.pc.